Welcome to Essentially You, the podcast designed to help you build a meaningful career and satisfying life through applied positive psychology and coaching. Together, we'll gain clarity, strengthen our mindsets, examine our thinking, and find the freedom to thrive. Welcome to the show. Franklin D. Roosevelt said confidence thrives on honesty, on honor, and on the sacredness of obligations on faithful protection, and on unselfish performance. Without them, we cannot live. And in this episode, let's talk about winning the game of confidence at work. Hi friends, Coach Mark here. So you hit a wall at work. Perhaps you lost a client. Maybe you made a bad call. Maybe you missed something in the process that you set up. It happens to most of us. And in that moment, we watch our confidence drop. You see, when our confidence takes a dip, it causes us to pull back and separate from our team. And worse yet, we freeze. We refuse to make any more decisions. Probably the exact wrong thing to do. It's wrong because at work, confidence is rewarded. And there are ways we can all learn to win the game of confidence at work. Now, confidence is the key ingredient of success in any field of life. It's the fuel that keeps us going when things get tough, and it can make all the difference when it comes to reaching our goals and achieving our dreams. But what is confidence, and how do we develop it? Well, in its simplest form, confidence is a feeling or of self-assurance. It comes from having faith or belief in one's own ability, skills, and judgment. It's the belief that we are all capable of achieving our desired outcomes regardless of any obstacles or setbacks that we may encounter along the way. The famous Aristotle. You see, he believed that confidence is a state of mind that arises from a belief in one's own abilities or qualities. He believed that it is important for individuals to have confidence in themselves in order to achieve success and happiness in life. However, he warned against overconfidence and arrogance, and so do I, which can lead to recklessness and mistakes. Aristotle believed that confidence should be tempered with humility and a recognition of one's own limits. Now, Maya Angelou, who was a prominent writer and civil rights activist, she did some really big things. She believed deeply in the importance of self-confidence and self-esteem. She often spoke about the need for individuals to believe in themselves and their abilities, particularly in the face of adversity and discrimination. One time she said, I have learned that over the years that when one's mind is made up, this diminishes fear. Knowing what must be done does away with fear. I believe that doing away with fear also helps drive confidence, and I think Maya Angelou said that perfectly. So, confidence is the key element of personal success and fulfillment. It's at least one core component, and it's why it's so important for us to encourage others to believe in their own abilities and to cultivate a strong self, a sense of, you know, that self-worth and aspect of their lives. It's why I always say, be you and there's an and, know your stuff. Now here's the really good news. I'll let you off the hook. Confidence is not something that we're born with. It's something that we can learn. It can be cultivated and mastered. All it takes is a little patience, practice, and persistence. 
the right mindset helps as well. Now here's some tips to help us play the game of confidence at work and come out on top. First, set realistic goals. Our confidence grows when we achieve our goals. So don't just set big, hairy, audacious goals. Set some achievable ones and make sure you're finishing what you're starting along the way. This will help you grow your confidence and will help you push away things like disappointment and self-doubt. So set realistic goals. The other one, take calculated risks. A calculated, by the way, I say that all the time, but a calculated risk is an essential part of building your confidence. Start by setting small challenges for yourself and gradually increase the difficulty level as you become more comfortable. Remember that failure is a part of the learning process and each time you take a risk, you're one step closer to success. Even if you fail in that, a calculated risk just means you've thought through it. It's not random or willy-nilly. The third thing is practice positive self-talk. John Acuff says it so well in his book, Soundtracks. You know, the way we think or talk to ourselves will have a massive impact on our confidence level. So sometimes if we have a bad soundtrack, something that's bringing us down, we need to change the tune. Instead of focusing on our weaknesses, we need to concentrate on our strengths and remind ourselves of the past accomplishments we've had. Encourage ourselves with things like positive affirmation. And if we can, avoid negative self-talk at all costs. The kind of talk that's permanent, not the kind of talk that helps us get better. But we should avoid negative self-talk because it really does have a bad impact on our confidence levels. We need to surround ourselves with positive links or connections. Now, surrounding ourselves with people who encourage and support us is key. Avoid people who bring us down and make us question our worth. Do the work in figuring out why that's going on. You might be able to restore that relationship, but, but don't hang out there. We need to all look to seek out mentors, coaches, and role models who inspire us and who can guide us towards our goals. We need to learn to embrace failure as part of the process. I hate to tell you that, but no one likes to fail. But failure is an inevitable part of the learning process. And so rather than seeing it as a personal defeat, view failure as an opportunity to learn and grow. Analyze what went wrong and adjust your strategy accordingly. It's just that easy. Embracing failure as part of the process will eliminate fear. And the final one I want to talk to you about is the need to celebrate our successes. Please don't forget to celebrate your successes. No matter how small they may be, take a little time to acknowledge your achievements. Allow yourself to go ahead and feel a sense of pride in your work, of what you've accomplished or achieved. This positive reinforcement will help you build confidence and motivate you to keep uh, striving for success. Now, here's the thing. We're back to Aristotle. We can't let confidence turn into arrogance. Being confident and humble at the same time is the perfect balance that can be very difficult to achieve. However, here are some tips that, that can help you be authentically confident and humble. Okay, First, you hear me say this a lot too. I'm a strength coach. What can I say? We need to focus on our strengths. Identify our natural pattern of thinking, feeling, and behaving and how to bring those forward. Knowing what you're good at can help you be more confident while keeping you humble. Here's the balance to that. Acknowledge our weaknesses. Being confident doesn't mean you're invincible. 
acknowledge your weaknesses, and work on improving them. That will be a perfect blend to help you stay in a humble yet confident mindset. We all need to learn to practice empathy, which is the third point, because empathy helps us develop humility by understanding and respecting other people's perspectives and experiences. The Qualtrics organization dedicated 2023 and called it the Year of Empathy in Leadership and in People Management. Empathy is going to be key to helping us navigate this year and making us all better. And when we do this, it will help us build stronger links with others. The fourth is listen actively. Listen to others actively and without interruption. This helps you learn from others, understand their perspective, and makes them feel value. Get curious about others. If you have a hard time having conversations with others, then get more curious about their life, what's up with them, and begin to be able to cultivate those links even stronger. We need to accept feedback gracefully and not so um, <clears throat> angrily. Feedback quite frankly, is essential to our personal and professional growth. Accepting feedback gracefully allows us to improve and learn. It just does. We need to stay true to our values. Humble confidence comes from staying true to your values and your principles, even in challenging situations. You know what's right to do, and when you execute on that and do that, it will help you stay grounded. And by the way, it might not be the most popular thing you're doing. And that comes to the final one, which is staying grounded. Humble confidence requires staying grounded and maintaining a level head during successes. Celebrate our successes, but always remain humble and look for ways to improve. Remember, authentically confident and humble people are genuine, respect themselves and others, and are always looking to grow and improve. Winning in the game of confidence is all about mindset and attitude. I call it a game because it's something you do that you have total control over. Confidence is born on the back of mastery. So know your stuff. It's the gasoline to driving your confidence to a higher level. You can do this by setting realistic goals, taking calculated risk, practicing positive self-talk, surrounding yourself with positive influences or links, embracing failure, and celebrating your successes. You can cultivate a winning mentality that can help you achieve your wildest dreams. Remember, confidence is not something that you're born with, but something you can learn, hone, and master with time and commitment. So go ahead, play the game of confidence, and I guarantee you'll come out on top. And when we can do this as a community, then we can link arms together, look each other in the eyes, and say, team, we got this. And now it's your turn to thrive in life. If you've liked what you've learned, please remember to leave a review and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. I'd really appreciate it. And if you have any questions about building your career and the many benefits of coaching, contact me by visiting markmathia.com. And until next week, I'm cheering for you. Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed.